What's up, friends? Welcome to Industrious Radio. And if you've ever wondered about our programming, if you've ever wondered or asked yourself the question, well, what is Industrious Programming all about? Is it CrossFit? Is it functional fitness? Is it something else entirely? This is the episode for you. What's up, guys? I got Steve-O, Molly in the house. How's everybody doing? Hey, hey, good. Happy to be here. So let's talk programming. And I know this is the exact, I have the exact right people in the room to talk about programming. As Molly, you write our programming. That's me. Yeah, yeah. totally. Okay. <laughs> and you have unique insight into this. It's an interesting conversation, right? And we've, we can get a lot of different ways, go down a lot of different rabbit holes, but let's start with, let's start with the question of, you know, what, what do you think, what is industrious? Is it CrossFit programming or is it something else entirely? You know, that's a, that's a common question that we get. and. Honestly, in a lot of ways, I hate that question because it's such a it's a more complicated answer than is it just this or that? Because we have so much experience we have done. I mean, we started as a CrossFit gym, so absolutely 100 percent CrossFit was where we started in. It's in our bones. It's part of our roots. You know, Stephen and I learned about fitness from CrossFit. I mean, you know, so you absolutely that's part of the story. But there's a lot more to it than just that. So my answer to that is, I don't know, yes and no. What I like to think about it is we have taken all of the best parts or our favorite parts of the different types of training and workouts that we know. We've taken all of our favorite parts, the most effective parts, and that's what industrious programming is. In terms of CrossFit, is it CrossFit? My question is, you tell me then, what is CrossFit? Because I think a lot of people have a lot of different ideas of what CrossFit is. I think of new people that, you know, have never done it before. The only thing they've ever seen of CrossFit is, you know, the CrossFit games or like crazy handstand walking stuff across, you know, the gym floor on social media. And, you know, so if that person is asking me, is it CrossFit that you guys do? My answer would be like, absolutely not. Like, come in. What we do is totally different than that. But I have to say, the definition of CrossFit is constantly varied functional movement done at high intensity. So if that's what you mean by is it CrossFit, then heck yeah, absolutely. Because I think the general consensus across the board for anybody that's been paying attention to fitness for the last 5, 10, 15 years is constantly varied functional movement done at a high intensity is the most effective fitness program out there. And so, yes, that's what we do. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, the way that I think of it is it's 12 years of of figuring out what works and what doesn't work, right? And, you know, I think that a lot of people go into, you know, and our saying has always been, we don't want to be the best. We want to be the best getting better. And it was like that when we first opened up. I knew that, you know, my background in corporate America. Molly's was in human resources. And now here we are opening up a CrossFit gym with only, you know, CrossFit influence. And we had to learn, we had to learn a lot of stuff. And, you know, the first two years, it was just true to form, just small CrossFit gym, CrossFit box. And, and, and we learned a lot. And then we also learned that, you know, in the process of doing that, there was some things that we were doing that were very good. And there were some things that we were doing that were huge opportunity areas that we needed to improve on. And so then we, we, we fortunately found Olympic weightlifting because of CrossFit. We found Olympic weightlifting and then we learned all Olympic weightlifting methods and we got really, really good at Olympic weightlifting. I mean, real good. So we crushed the small CrossFit box affiliate and then we learned Olympic weightlifting and then industrious 
2.0, 2014, moving into the current Linwood space, we became sort of one of the very first hybrid Olympic weightlifting plus CrossFit models. And we, I will say this, we were the first to do that. We outlined, we, we outfitted our platforms like a weightlifting training hall with kilos and colored bumpers and expensive weightlifting bars. And we said, we're going to train half as weightlifters and then we're going to train half as CrossFitters. And it, it, it crushed it. You know, that model worked really, really well. And, but then, you know, we run into this thing of, oh, shoot, well now, oh, and then on top of that, that produced CrossFit Games athletes, right? Because that was the algorithm to produce the most impressive athlete was have them train as an Olympic weightlifter who's also really fit and they crush people that are just really fit. And so it, so then we went to the CrossFit Games and we sent lifters to nationals and we did all of that stuff, elite, elite stuff, learning all along the way. But then we're also learning, oh, we, we're getting injured a lot. So how do we treat injuries? So now we got to do accessory stuff to protect joints and stuff like that. So then we learned the PT aspect of things. And so, and then we sent a team to the CrossFit Games in, in, in nationals and the weightlifting side. Then we learned that there's a lot of negative repercussions that come from trying to pursue those endeavors, right? Our CrossFit Games appearance was basically a disaster. And that's how things can go wrong. Like you can work your ass off for, you know, a couple of years on trying to do something and then have an injury, right? When you finally get there, I see it. I've seen it over and over and over again now, not only with us, but with other athletes, it just, this, these things happen. And so, so you learn from these experiences. And then we opened up our second location in South Lake Union. And then how can we create scalable programming that also doesn't burn out the staff? And so you learn that, right? And, and that was hard. And then we got shut down because of the pandemic and all that learning was fucking out the window. I say that jokingly, that learning was not out the window. That learning ultimately influenced the system that we could create not only to get through the pandemic, which was the original invention of the halo, but we saw that as, oh my gosh, we've got all this experience from programming. How can we make our programming now limitless? How can we use the closures of the pandemic to reinvent the system, to make it so that the experience that we've always wanted to create, but we've never been able to create, and the results that we've always wanted to drive, but have not been able to drive because one, we lacked experience, and two, we we, we lacked the ability to get all the gear and stuff like that. Now, let's put it in place. Let's make it so that we don't have to make compromises to programming. Let's run a system that works really well for, for driving you know fitness results, but also works really, really well at attracting and retaining staff members. And that also works really well for the business because the reality is, is if you're trying to cater to CrossFit Games athletes, there's not very many of those. It can't run a business that way, right? And so so the programming has evolved and in, in now with our current system, it works for all constituents, you know, driving great fitness outcomes, works for the business, it works for the staff, and the system runs. And it's fun to run. Yeah. When I think about what has changed industrious in just that whole like old school CrossFit, new CrossFit, you know, industrious's evolution and journey. Yeah. I think it, you know, combines like so many of the best ofs of yeah. different stuff, you know, it's the best of CrossFit stuff. It's, it's great mobility work and activation work. It's, it's the, the right parts of weightlifting. That's not too much where it's boring. And it's like, I had to come in with my platforms and my straps and mouths <laughs> and all the and now, you know, have to rest for five minutes in between my sets brings in some stuff around bodybuilding stuff that I like in just traditional gym. I mean, you know, I, 
people like most regular people are partly working out. So their, their body reflects some of that hard work, right? right. And they want to get some shapes and some tones, right? And that's part of that's bodybuilding, right? And then I love that. Part of it's boot campy, you know, it's the best of all the boots. Right. The boot camps and the primary yeah. stuff that we used yeah, to the boot, Yeah, exactly. So it like takes some of the best of those systems and it really brings those in like really fun, different, varied met, metabolic conditioning, Metcon style workouts with, with all different kinds. Sometimes they're endurance and cardio driven. Sometimes they're strength and explosive, you know, power output driven, right? So all of that stuff. And then also some great just power lifts, some of the classic basic foundations of strength, right? All of it's incorporated and baked into a system that you can access and tap into all that goodness without having to have like an exercise master degree or master in exercise physiology, you know, track all of it and pay attention to all of it. And it's going to produce incredible results for you over time. And it's fun. Right. And there's not any of the stuff that is super dangerous, really fringe, I consider to be like as, you know, athlete in my later forties, crazy, you know, now stuff I just wouldn't even do anymore because I, I, I've experienced injury and it's much easier to get injured as you get into your thirties, forties and fifties. And, right. you know, so that's what I think about industrious programming and how much I love it. Yeah. I think, I think you nailed it. We truly try and do a little bit of everything. So much so that I don't even know all of the names of all the different categories, right? You like you could call it Olympic weightlifting, powerlifting, bodybuilding, cardio, CrossFit. I mean, boot camp, all of this stuff. I, whatever you want to call it, I don't really care. The goal, what I think of, is we do a little bit of everything so that it gives anybody that wants fitness something that they'll like. We I talk a lot about like strengths and weaknesses for people when they come into the gym because we do so much different stuff at the gym. Everybody then has strengths and weaknesses. People have things that, you know, they love. They're their favorite. Typically, that's something they're good at. People like the stuff that they're good at. And then everybody has something that they're like, oh, man, I just not very good at that. It's a weakness. And everybody has different strengths and weaknesses. So by programming different stuff all the time, it gives everybody, you know, a weakness or an opportunity, something to work on. And then a strength, something to have fun with and celebrate. So that's certainly an aspect of it for sure is just doing a little bit of everything. I think also just that variance, it keeps things interesting and engaging and fun at the gym. You know, we're not doing the same thing. There's no routine. It's it's varied. It's different. It's a little bit of everything. And so in theory, you've always got something new and fresh that feels exciting. And the fun aspect of it is something that, you know, I just I can't not come back to that is we try and make it fun. You know, there's a lot of you could write any workout that you want. But if the environment that you're in sucks and is not fun, the workout is not fun. And so that's certainly an aspect of it, too, is, you know, the workouts themselves, we try and make them fun. But we also set up the environment and the flow of class and everything so that it is a good positive, fun, high energy experience. And so again, I think that's that goes back to just taking the best parts, our favorite parts of all of the different types of fitness that you could do. And that's what we do. And the goal is to produce well-rounded fitness. I think that's the other thing too, is, you know, we're not trying to produce any type of specialist or, you know, sport specific athlete or, you know, anything really in particular, <laughs> yeah. what we're trying to do is make you well-rounded so that 
you have the endurance to be able to, you know, it's enough to be able to go and do what you need to do. You also have strength. You have enough strength that allows you, you know, to be capable and active in your daily life. And you're not going to be, you know, the strongest or the fastest, but you're going to be well-rounded. And that matters. You know, it's part of our core philosophy with programming is we want people to be fit enough to go live their best life possible. And so that's, you know, that's certainly at the heart of it as well. Man, I love it. It's like, if you think about that bell curve, we're just like, it's that sweet spot, right. the middle of the bell curve where you're not getting into the fringe on either side where things right. get super extreme or things don't work. Right. You know, yeah. cause on one side of the bell curve, you have the far end where things work exceptionally well, but they're extreme and require extreme insane measures that are not sustainable. Right. And we're that not very many people want to do. Yeah. I don't need a rock star yeah. coach in order to be able to execute. So that, yeah. yeah. Rock star coaches are hard to find. Yeah. I don't need to be like at the right stage of life and right. all that stuff and crazy driven. And then on the other side, you have stuff that can be fun, but it's not really that effective. <laughs> yeah. right. And I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to, I'm just going to say there's, there's places out there that you're going to those workouts. And if there's a, somebody who's fit there, I guarantee you they're not doing the workout they're putting you through. I'm looking at you, Orange Theory Fitness. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I totally. I'm sorry. I don't want to slam them. I had a lot of fun at Orange Theory Fitness, but sometimes I'd be there and I would be like, I just feel bad because I tell Mary, my wife, I'd say, I hope people don't think they're going to be able to do what we do by coming to these classes. Right. Because we come to the, because like we're able to do what we do because we go to industrious and this is something fun to do. <laughs> right. So it's like, but now it's like, those kinds of things with the halo model, what's interesting is we've really baked in some of the coolest parts of those shorter form style workouts, like a Barry's or an OTL. Totally. In the halo system. That's yeah. where I really love how our programming has evolved because the halos were, you know, if you think about how ironic it is, the halos were kind of a constraint. It's like you have to change how you're doing it if you want to stay in business and you have to follow these rules, distancing, et cetera, et cetera. But yet out of that restraint, out of that restriction to what we could do came this crazy freedom that we didn't even think about right. and this expansion to what the programming can do. And ultimately as a member, it's improved. I think the experience and the results tremendously. You're right. 100% agree. I almost forget about what a game changer the Halo system is until I look at the week of programming and I'm like, oh yeah, let's take Monday's workout. For example, we never would have been able to do that in the old system for lots of reasons time constraints, equipment, limitations, things like that. And so the halo really does, it just, yeah. it's the X factor. It makes the workouts more efficient. It gives you truly endless possibilities for combinations of movements, right. how you do it, how long you do it. You know, I mean, it just, you can put anything, you can put a workout together that takes anything, any piece of any type of you know, workout style and you can piece it together in unlimited combinations. And so the halo just takes it to the next level. I mean, it's, it's the X factor and you're so right. It for sure, it was our limitation. It was, you know, the constraint at the beginning and here we are now. And it is what is making our programming limitless and the options and the opportunities are endless. I've been writing workouts for how many years? Since 2012. Yeah. Steve did it for the first little bit. I don't think I have ever, since we started with the Halo system, I don't think I have ever rewritten the same workout over and over again, which if you think about it, 
that's pretty impressive. Like you got to reach a point probably, right? Where like you end up just writing the same thing because there's only so many possibilities. And I really, every week that I look at, we're going to write for the week's workouts. I always feel like there's opportunity to do something different that we haven't done yet. I don't ever write a workout. I'm like, oh, we just did that. Like, how do I, how are we going to figure this out? It's, it truly does. And it's the halo. It makes it just opportunities are endless. They are. And what's even more exciting for me is that we have the halo in its current state right now and we can add to them. And so, you know, we can put things like cable pull down machines in these things. We can hang different things from them. We can attach different things to them, like, you know, GHDs and other things, right? And over time we will. And so, so being able to do more movements that we know are valuable, even down, even more downstream is, is super exciting as well. But the reality is, is that that stuff's not, maybe not even necessary because the equipment is already in there. We bike, we run, we row, we have a squat rack, we have a pull-up bar, we have a set of weights and what you can do with just that, plus some kettlebells, dumbbells, and in med balls and what you could results that you can drive work. And they're movements that are inclusive. Anybody can do them. And our progressions are smart enough now because they, those have evolved as well. Like the X factor in all of this is can you teach 38 people all at once how to do this stuff? And do you have enough equipment to make it so that it's not a boring session, right? And so, so learn how to teach this stuff very, very well. And so, you know, to me, it's, I think that we're, we're lucky. It took work and ingenuity and, and certainly, you know, a hell yeah, and let's do it attitude and let's see life is like if we if we gave everybody their own spot with the same equipment. That's that's fantasy land for a programmer and fantasy land for a gym owner. But, you know, it's really fun to see what happens. And then the other thing too is you add the people, you add the talent, you know, rotations, everybody's squatting together, three, two, one lift and what that looks like with heavy weight, not not just small weight. I'm talking big weight. And then they all get in their runner at the same time and they start legging it out. I mean, that shit just fires you up and it makes you want to train in that environment because it's cool and it's rad and it looks fun. And it's like, oh, I could, I could go do that in one of those spots. I want to be, I want to be part of this team. Hell yeah. It's cool. It is cool. Well, if you haven't experienced it and you're listening to this, I don't know what it's going to take you to get in there. Cause I'm like, I'm so stoked. I want to go get a workout in right now. Uh, <laughs> So thank you guys for being here, Molly. Thanks for sharing your insights, Theo. Thanks for sharing your passion. We will catch you on the next episode. Until then, work hard, live fit, have fun, and we'll see you in the gym. Thanks, everybody. Thank you.